having met Steve Jobs than just to be in front of an inventor and creator and disruptor like him. His genius, you know, forever changed our industry and, and the world in so many ways. And just to hear the clarity of his mission and vision and what he believed in and to push back and challenge and argue. It was really quite exciting to, to see and to watch. Wow. And, um, and that stayed with me all these years later. Welcome to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores exceptional career success stories, inspiring and insightful personal brand journeys that answer the question, are you coffee or are you Starbucks? Fascinating conversations with leaders about their career breakthroughs from entertainment, tech, media, and more. You'll learn how they've turned up the volume on their brand to unlock success. Firsthand, uncensored, and real, as told by people who've been there. And plenty of inspiration and practical tools to help you lead with your brand every day as you drive towards your next career breakthrough. And now, here's your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Jason Patria here, and you are listening to the Lead With Your Brand podcast, which is the podcast for people just like you who are looking to turn up the volume, show your value, and lead with your brand to your next career breakthrough. Well, I am thrilled and proud to be celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month through October 15th by showcasing the voices of leaders and executives who just happen to be Latinx. Well, I am super thrilled about our guest today. It is a good old friend of mine, Margaret Lazo, who is the Chief Human Resources Officer at Univision Communications, Inc. But before we get to Margaret, I want to talk a little bit about managing your manager. You know, I can't believe it's already back to school time, and that means there's just a couple more months left in the year. So now is a great time to be thinking about managing your manager. You know, people say to me all of the time, oh, well, Jason, I don't know. I don't really get along with my manager. You know, we wouldn't be friends if we weren't... uh, people here at work. I wouldn't hang out with them. And all of that may be true. But here's one thing that I know. You must super serve your manager if you are looking to lead with your brand and get to that next career breakthrough. Quite simply, your manager can be your biggest advocate and your biggest sponsor, or your manager can be your biggest career blocker. You have got to think about how are you managing your manager and super serving him or her so that you can help them be successful and in turn, they can help you be successful. So here's a couple of questions that I recommend you ask in your next one-on-one with your manager. You know, it kind of starts with, hey, what's my job? And of course, you're not going to walk in there and ask that. But you know, we have been through so much change with COVID and work from home and divisiveness in our country, and all of that has disrupted the way that you do work. So now's a great time to say, hey, I know we've been through so many changes this year, but what is my job today? How can I be adding the most amount of value? Then ask your manager for some honest feedback. How are you doing? What are you doing really well? And then flip that and ask for one or two things that you'd like your manager to have you improve upon. 
It's all about asking. And yes, while you hope your manager's always ready to give feedback, make it easy for them by facilitating and asking. Next, ask where we're going. I love a question like, wow, I can't believe we're almost to the end of the year. What's one or two things that I could hit the ball out of the park on to get us to the end of the year? What are a couple of things that I should really focus on so that we can close out the year on a high? And then ultimately, you've got to follow up on those things. You see, if you can super serve your boss and make sure that they are looking good, they can go ahead and help amplify you. It doesn't mean you have to be best friends. It means that you have to be great working together. Well, I am super excited for today's guest. It is Margaret Lazo, who is the Chief Human Resources Officer for Univision Communications, Inc., the leading media company serving Hispanic America. Now, in this role, she leads all aspects of people's strategy, including talent development, organizational design, total rewards, employee experience, and advancing diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, prior to working for Univision, She served as a human resources leader for GE Capital's commercial lending and leasing businesses, as well as at NBC Universal, where she worked overseeing human resources for the cable and broadcast entertainment and digital properties, as well as leading human resources for Telemundo Communications. I am thrilled to talk to Margaret Lazo, and we'll be back in just a few moments. For over 25 years, Jason has coached, trained, and developed thousands of leaders and executives, helping them achieve their next career breakthrough. He's a featured speaker at global conferences and companies to help everyone bring their best authentic self to work, show their value, and lead with their brand every day. Get more tips and tools at leadwithyourbrand.com. And we are back with one of my favorite people. It is Margaret Lazo, the Chief Human Resources Officer for Univision Communications, Inc. Margaret, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic, Jason. I'm thrilled to be here with you. Well, I am so excited to talk to you. So let's jump right in. So I know that you are a big networker. You have a great network. So let me ask you, how do you explain who you are and what you do when you first meet someone? How do you tell Tell people and explain what you do at Univision. I'm the chief camp counselor. (laughs) Um, You know, look, the HR function, I think people know is hire, fire, but there's so much in between. Yeah. And, you know, you have to be a cheerleader for the business and understand that it's all about the greatest asset we have is the team and the talent. Uh, And that's my job is to scout the best talent for the company to help the company achieve its goals. We are um, a high energy, um, you know, high IP organization. And so it's all about finding the best people with the best capabilities to bring that promise to fruition. Absolutely. And what are some of the new and exciting things that are happening at Univision right now? Oh my gosh, there's so much change, uh, but change for the better and, and growth. This is an iconic brand that has been around for a long time and has super served Hispanic America. And we are now uh, preparing to become a global company in wow. our merger with Televisa. Yeah. And Televisa has been a partner for 
many years uh, as a content provider, and they have fantastic studios and a wonderful legacy in and of themselves. But now we're going to become a global uh, superpower media company servicing uh, Spanish-speaking uh, consumers around the world. Wow! And uh, from a content perspective, like every other media company, we've leaned into streaming and just uh, to, to serve that you know sector of the audience. Uh, so we're going through change. We're going through transformation. We're evolving. We're going into new products and services. So it's a very exciting time for us. Yeah. And so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you, Margaret, is because you have had this amazing career in HR, but really across media, right? We met way back at NBC Universal. You've yeah. been in the financial services sector. You even started in retail. When you think back over your career, what have been some of the biggest career breakthrough moments for you? Well, as I look back as all of those industries, they were all in different stages of change and transformation. Mm. And so that's been a theme throughout the, the many years that I've been, uh, you know, working through this career. And every single one of those uh, companies and experiences have forced me to think about how to adapt to change, how to learn from it, uh, how to develop resilience. And so that becomes, you know, sort of your brand superpower yeah. to be able to handle that level and understand that it's all good and growth and learning comes from it. So the, the breakthroughs have been dealing with companies that are in position to reinvent themselves, to grow, to scale back, to lean into new business models. Um, so it, the change has been constant. It's ever present. And it has really been a catalyst for growth. So I know you had the chance to meet Steve Jobs. Talk to me a little bit about what it was like to meet Steve Jobs. He actually had attended one of the NBC Universal Leadership offsites we had. Um, and I look back on that experience, having met Steve Jobs and just to be in front of an inventor and creator and disruptor like him, his genius, you know, forever changed our industry and, and the world in so many ways. And just to hear the clarity of his mission and vision and what he believed in and to push back and challenge and argue, it was really quite exciting to, to see and to watch. Wow. And, um, and that stayed with me all these years later. You know? Yeah. And Margaret, what were one or two of those moments where you found yourself helping to kind of lead change that was really tough? I think that a early on a bankruptcy experience. Wow! <laughs> uh, when I was yeah, when I was at uh, in retailing at Macy's, it then helped lead the way to drive towards the um, acquisition integration with Federated. It's now Macy's is now part of Federated Department Stores many years later. But when you go through uh, something like that and you have to communicate difficult news to employees. Um, and then also ch uh, change the mindset of where the company was going to go to stay relevant and solvent and continue to um, create market share in its space while it was going through a lot of transformation. That was a big one. And early on, when you have to be the face of those communications with an employee population, yeah. it was important. 
Uh, and then another experience would have been when I was at NBC Universal and we decided at the time to go into Spanish language media and acquire Telemundo. And that timing was just after 9 11, mm. which was a very, you know, we just celebrated 20 years. I can't believe I know, it. right? Um, 20 year anniversary. Um, and so it was a very uh, challenging time for so many reasons. But yet the company, the media company that NBC was at the time, wanted to lean into a new space, new place. Um, and so it was a, a welcome opportunity, but also brought with it. Um, a leadership step up to have to go and and travel at a time when people weren't traveling and going out to meeting, um, you know, new colleagues and understanding how we were going to work together and how we were going to integrate. And it was a significant and transformative um, acquisition integration experience, uh, which led to, you know, a tremendous amount of growth and learning and uh, uh, skill building, certainly. Yeah. And I know, Margaret, in all of these situations, and really when you talk about change, really your role has been to be like an ambassador and a face of of the organization, right? Really road showing, being in front of people. You know, what are some things uh, that have helped you be successful at really influencing and, and bringing employees on board and really helping create trust with the brands that they're working for? You know, I think that being that face, as you said, uh, to be um, trusted, empathetic, understanding, um, and an advocate, uh, you know, all of those factors are really important so that you could be the calm in the storm. You could be uh, a, a voice of understanding you know, what the challenges are and being an effective conduit back to management and senior leadership as to what's really going on and what's happening and how to solve and bring solutions to the table um, that would be helpful to, to bring, you know, uh, both parties together. That was really, really key. And to take stock of how best you do that uh, was really important. Um, and listening. A lot of listening yeah, and being applicable um, is certainly key. Now, um, I know that you just you just really talked about being an advocate for employees and, and talent. And I know that that uh, for as long as I've known you, you've been a great advocate, especially of Latinx or Latino uh, talent. In fact, you ran the GE Hispanic Forum for many years. So tell me a little bit about that experience running a uh, really an employee resource group or affinity network globally to advocate for uh, for diverse talent? Well, look, employees in any organization are a community. And within our community, um, there are sub-communities, if you will. And so having that, you know, connection and that identification and belonging is important. And as a Latina woman... Um, you know, certainly one would say what's authentic and true to me is is both to embrace the Hispanic Latinx community as well as women uh, throughout the organization. Um, but in my role, clearly, I want to be an advocate for all. And it's really about creating that sense of community, that sense of belonging, um, inclusion and identification and being really motivated and excited to be actively engaged um, 
it was a big driver. And through that experience, I met so many colleagues I wouldn't otherwise have gotten to know with a global company such as GE and to really understand um, what does that community want to hear about? What do they want to know about? What do they want their company to stand for as it relates to their issues, their concerns, and how they identify as being you know, part of that organization? And so it was a great driver. It was a great catalyst. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed the experience and as well as, you know, taking a playbook from that personal experience and saying as an HR professional, how do I then go back and coach and encourage other employee resource groups to succeed in having a mission and a purpose and connecting all those communities together? Because at the end of the day, it makes the company and the organization and the business and the industry that they're in that much stronger. Yeah. And I know we have so many employee resource group leaders who are big fans and listeners of the show. What's one piece of advice that you would give to them uh, to be successful in both their career, but also running employee resource groups? I think that the factors and attributes of what makes you successful in your career really transfer to every place you have passion and interest in. Um, and so if you are taking on that leadership role, I applaud you because your colleagues look up to you in that uh, leadership capacity. You're also a tremendous ambassador for your company's brand externally um, because those candidates want to see someone that they can identify with and see you actively engaged in that role is a huge plus. Um, and so, and understand what your North Star is. What do you want your ERG to be about? How are you going to be an attractive um, element in, in sense of building community in your organization, adding value to the company, helping the company solve problems uh, as you would in your your day to day job uh, role and and in your uh, you know contributions to your organization in your in your you know. Uh, full-time job, but also in taking on that extra leadership um, responsibility. And the, and the most successful leaders have done both really beautifully and interchangeably. Yeah. And now what did you want to do when you were a little kid? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure none of us ever woke up and said, we're going to be in HR. What, what did Margaret want to do when she was little? It's it's true. I, you know, I think I started out like many wanting to be in service of others, whether it would be, you know, a teacher and then I wanted to be a, a doctor of some sort. And then I realized that chemistry and math were not my thing. So I had to do it from there. Um, but actually, I, I was a communications major and and really thought about, you know, a career in media. And it was always a news junkie. Um, in fact, as a little girl, I remember my grandmother um, uh used to tell me that, you know, when she would babysit, I'd say, wait a minute, I can't go to bed yet. I have to watch the news. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I, was, I was a junkie then. I, you know, I, I consumed lots of hours of 60 minutes and 2020 and news magazine shows. And I thought that was my path. I had an internship at CNN uh, in its very early stages, uh, early days in, in cable. And then um, I, when I graduated, I started to think about, well, gee, New York, being a New Yorker is a destination marketplace. This is not the place to start. You have to go somewhere else. Yeah. And so I grappled with, do I relocate and, and go elsewhere to sort of, you know, begin those steps? Um, because the best I could, you know, get at CNN in New York was probably to be a production assistant. Yeah. And 
I happened to have been working a part-time job in retailing at Macy's. And one of the early career mentors uh, sort of picked me out of the lineup and said, would you like to pursue a career in management with our company? And we had a career conversation at, you know, the ripe old age of, you know, 22. <laughs> and then we started going down the path of, you know, here was a, a human resources director talking to me about a career in HR. Wow. And, and really sort of reflected back to me, you know, either, you know, qualities that I, I wasn't in touch with or things he had heard from others I had been working with. And, you know, it was a pivotal career coaching conversation because that's when I decided to pursue this as a career path and um, never looked back. It was the right fit for me. And lots of experiential learning and, you know, leaning into all these wonderful experiences I've been afforded and it's brought me to where I am today. Yeah. And it really comes full circle because you've, you brought that passion for media uh, right in with the expertise that you built. Exactly right. So when, when I had gotten the call from a recruiter about the opportunity uh, to join NBC um, I thought, gee, this is a great connection point with where I thought I was going to go from a career path perspective. And a couple of years later, now having some, you know, early um, experiences in HR roles under my belt and to mesh the two together. And, um, and there you have it, you know, I sort of took off in that direction. But I also learned that this function is very um, adaptable and transferable to many industries. And so that's where I, you know, sort of, you know, had experiences in financial services, as you mentioned, um, and, but media certainly has been the, the core and and a passion point. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your brand. Now, I know you talked a little bit about a super brand power that you have a, around being a change agent and being adaptable. What What are maybe three words that you would use to describe your brand? Oh, gosh. Um Look, I think authenticity is so important in being in in this um, line of work. Uh, you know, you have to embrace an expression of your true and whole self. Uh, with me, what you see is what you get. Mm. Uh, I'm very open. I and I hope that that comes across because to build trust and become a confidant, you have to express that. Um, you know, uh, and that's key. Collaborative. Mm. I'm, I'm all about the team sport and working with others to partner and solve problems together. I think you bring the best minds together and everyone brings their expertise and perspective to get the best outcomes and the best solutions in place. Um, and I think also I'm curious Ooh. when I meet people, I want to know about them. And as you draw that out, you get to know, who you're talking to, what they're about, what motivates them. And then you find those connection points and where you have similar experiences or frames of reference. And so being curious uh, in meeting others, being just intellectually curious about, you know, a lot of things in the world and, you know, reading and consuming and hearing and listening um, just makes us more informed and better prepared uh, to take on what, what comes our way. 
Yeah, so authentic, collaborative, curious. Now, were you always those things or have you sort of evolved and and honed your brand to be known for those things over time? You know, I think on some level, you know, to thine own self be true, you find at your core, you know, what what makes you what makes you tick, what motivates you, and then they just evolve over time. And, you know, some of those elements, I think, were what probably sparked that early career coaching conversation to to pursue, um, you know, human resources or, you know, people, the people business um, as a career path. And I and I think the um, the collaborative piece in particular comes when you work in organizations and with teams and that that really evolves and you realize that you're not going to go far on your own. You're going to have to do that in the company of others and uh, figure out how you're going to learn from each other. So and there's other things that come along the way, too, that sort of either help or hinder. <laughs> Now, earlier you talked all about the the value of having a North Star. So for you, what has been your North Star that's guided your, your career and the choices that you've made? You know, I've, I've always been in the moment and not looking over my shoulder as to what comes next. I'm a big believer in that if um, things happen for a reason and challenges and opportunities are put in front of you and go with it. Um, take risks, lean into the unknown, um, you know, and be comfortable with the best line, be comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's just going to come with the territory Yeah, and having, you know, some faith and confidence that, you know, you're learning from that and you're going with it. And that's always been important to me. Uh, and especially when doing, uh, in this line of work, when you're always meeting with individuals and asking them, you know, what do you want to be exposed to that you haven't? had already in your career? What experiences uh, are you looking to have? What competencies are you looking to build? You know, um, folks are always trying to articulate what that may be, what what is sort of out there that they would like to get um, involved in. And so, you know, having that sense of in the moment and, and learning from those experiences and good or bad, there's a takeaway there. Yeah. Um, that's probably it. So you talked about being comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? What What are some things that you've done to have comfort with discomfort, especially in times of change? There, there are days that you your confidence is shaken. You're not sure. Oh my gosh, can I? Do I know what I need to do to lean into this and be successful on the other end? Who am I going to let down? Am I going to let myself down? Um, you know, those moments, uh, of doubt create that sense of discomfort, but from that also comes the best learning. I always say the tough stuff makes you stronger Yeah, and, you know, the risks that you take and leaning into the unknown is scary, but it's exciting too, because you do challenge and test yourself. Yeah. Uh, along the way. So you just have to keep like a mantra, you know, <laughs> Um, and after a while, you just you just sort of you let it roll off your back on some level, right? I mean, you just sort of say, "Look, I am prepared for this moment as best as I can be, and I'm going to go with it. And my instincts and my perspective are going to lead me through. And you have to be smart enough to know who to lean out to or reach out to that can help you through some of those too, right? 
um, and having a place to turn to for advice and counsel that you need. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about advice and counsel. As an HR leader, what is some of the the best advice that you are typically giving to folks when it comes to thinking about their professional brand at work? It's many of the points we talked about. You know, what do you bring to the table? What is your superpower? Um, Be in tune and in touch with the things you do well that you excel at that are, you know, easily tangible um, uh, positives and things that you bring to the table. Also become in touch with what you'd like to be better at um, and what you'd like to, which muscles you'd like to exercise more um, to gain strength there. Um, I, I think the other piece too is to surround yourself with people that can um provide that counsel and advice and supplement where you need to be stronger. I've always turned to, because, you know, HR uh, professionals can someone can sometimes be tagged with just being about soft skills yeah, and not really having the right business acumen or not aligning what we do functionally to what the, the business needs. And that's a really a misnomer. I mean, you have to really be um, aligned to, you know, business acumen and understanding. So I've always tried to find a friend in finance. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and someone who can help you talk through the language of business Yeah, and understand how to quantify your efforts and how to measure um, tangibly um, and qua- quantitatively as well as qualitatively your, your impact. And so um, I, I often tell folks, you know, make sure that you've got, you know, folks around you that can help you augment um, your own understanding and skill set. Yeah. And I know that, you know, really managing up and managing your own manager is a key part of not only your brand, but, but career management. What are some, some thoughts or advice you have for folks on how to really uh, work well with their manager to, to, to move up and amplify their brand and what value they bring? have to have an open and honest dialogue and ask for it. You know, too often um, I see people wait to have someone tap them on the shoulder to engage the conversation. You have to proactively seek it to seek out the feedback, open that dialogue, talk about um, your accomplishments and how you um, actively, you know, made an impact and those contributions and how they should be, you know, acknowledged, recognized, get feedback on how it went, because that's how you open the dialogue about what's next. What's the next challenge? It doesn't necessarily need to be another job or a promotion. It could very well be another project or an assignment or um, a task force or, you know, a team that you could be participating in. Yeah. Um, and so you have to proactively pursue that all the time. And I and I think it's healthy to feel um, that you have the confidence and understanding of where, where you stand in your team, in your organization, and have your manager be aware of it too. Yeah. So thinking back over your career, what are one or two moments that you think you're, you're the most proud of? You're the most proud of accomplishing or, or working through it or solving something. What are one or two of those moments for you? You know, you want to leave something better than you found it. Um, and with all the change that I have encountered throughout my career, um, 
to come in and lay out a vision of what we want it to be and to actually see it come together is super exciting and, and powerful. Um, so, you know, when we talk about, you know, those, you know, acquisitions and being able to see after five years at, at Telemundo and NBC that, you know, we integrated that business and we cross-pollinated talent uh, across the two companies and provided um, employees and leaders experiences that were new and different that they wouldn't otherwise have. Um, it was incredibly gratifying to see, you know, folks that were legacy Telemundo in, in roles in NBC's entertainment operations, yeah. you know, one coach to the other. That was great. And to be able to facilitate that and or to get, you know, an email or a call from someone, you know, years later to say, I don't know if you remember me, but I was an intern at CNBC and now I've gone off and done these other things in the industry and now I'm coming back to this company and I've run into them at Univision. Um, and uh, that's incredibly gratifying to hear that, you know, you gave me some coaching advice or you placed me in a role and, you know, sort of came out. So um, to have a hand and leaving your fingerprints behind in some way is incredibly um, uh, exciting. And as I said, gratifying and, and proud because I feel like I've made a difference and left something better or more, advanced than than the way you found it. Well, you certainly always leave things better, Margaret. That's why I love uh, working with you. I have a couple of fun, uh, fun questions for you. We've been talking about, we've been talking about professional brands, but let's, let's talk about ourselves as consumers. What is your favorite brand? What brand can't you live without in your life? Oh my goodness. Well, Starbucks, um, I spend way too much money there. My app is, you know, I'm always looking for gold stars so I can cash in. Um, and, what gets and rewarded gets repeated, right? Uh, I tell you, and now, and now it's costing me more money when I bring my girls with me because uh, they want to order, you know, at, at, from the barista as well, of course, without caffeine. Um, <laughs> We have to fuel ourselves somehow. Exactly. <laughs> now, if Margaret Lazo was a car, what type of car would you be? Oh, I have a love and desire to to buy a muscle car at one of these, you know, <laughs> Nikon, you know, auctions or so. I'm watching them all the time, and there's something about classic power and performance that just appeals to me. Yeah. And why is you that know? like you? I'm a classic. about <laughs> <laughs> performance, despite, you know, the, the times. Um, I, I just, I identify with it. I just, there's something beautiful about it. They're like a work of art yeah. you know, on some level, right? Yeah. And so uh, I just, there's something about, you know, sort of the nostalgia of a time come past and yet the the high value that we, that we take, uh, you know, that, that creates these auctions and these beautiful vehicles, et cetera. And, you know, yeah, but a drivable one, not just a showpiece. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the practical aspect. <laughs> it has to look good and work yeah. good. Right. Yeah. Um, and finally, Margaret, what is the best career advice that you would like to pass on to our listeners? Lean into change. It's a constant, it's inevitable. Um, it helps you become more adaptable and resilient. Um, 
and also to become more comfortable with being uncomfortable. You have to test and challenge yourself, take risks, lean into that difficult job, lean into the thing that seems impossible or the one, you know, assignment that nobody seems to run and and jump at because it's not easy. It's the best way to learn and to grow and to stretch yourself and to build confidence and and what you bring to the table. Mm. I love that. Well, Margaret, it has been amazing talking to you. Now, I know you are always on the search for amazing talent. And if people want to come work with you at Univision, how can they uh, find and look for career opportunities? Absolutely. Come to our site at univision.com uh, and you will see that we've got a lot of new and exciting opportunities being posted. Um, and if you're not a Spanish speaker, do not fear because opportunity needs no translation. Ooh. We are a growing media company about to become much more global in scope, launching new products and services. Um, and we are geared towards a very exciting sector of the population in the U.S. that is just growing in leaps and bounds and tapping into a global Spanish-speaking population um, is just super exciting. So there are things that you can do here that are really unique and challenging, and I hope you're up for it. Well, thank you for joining us today, Margaret. It's always a blast to talk to you. And thank you for all of the great coaching and development you've given me over the years. Thank you for the opportunity, Jason. Appreciate it. And we'll be back in a few moments with my final thoughts. Are you tired of not being recognized for your work? Are you ready to rise above the rest and accelerate to the next level? The Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program will help you take control of your career, develop your own unique brand, and catapult you to a whole new level of success. You are a top performer, and the Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program is what you need to get you there. Visit leadwithyourbrand.com to learn how. And we're back. What an amazing conversation with Margaret Lazo, the Chief Human Resources Officer for Univision Communications, Inc. You know, one of the things that I loved that Margaret talked about was really being super clear on what her superpowers are. That ability to deal with change and transformation, and better yet, the ability to adapt and learn from change that helps her create resilience. You see, you want to make sure you know what your superpowers are. How do you define those as those things that you can lead with your brand every single day that, quite frankly, you are better than most people? If you can identify those superpowers, you will be on your way to differentiating yourself and making sure that you can lead with your brand to your next career breakthrough. Well, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you did, go ahead and hit follow on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast so that you can get a new episode every single week. And remember, we're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month through October 15th. You can visit us at leadwithyourbrand.com backslash Latinx to see all of the interviews and episodes with our spectacular leaders who just happen to be Latinx. Make sure you're following me on social media. I'm at Jason Patria on all platforms. And most importantly, 
in your career? Make sure you're never a boring old commodity like coffee. Be that super premium brand like Starbucks. You've been listening to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores and uncovers exceptional career success stories and inspiring personal brand journeys with your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Remember to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us at leadwithyourbrand.com.